modern tuners. <laughs> wow, that probably sounds so fun for the people listening at home. Oh, yeah. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> Hi, I'm Erin. I'm Victoria. I'm Hebeke. And this is Out of, Out of Tune. tune. <laughs> so you guys can probably guess we are on Zoom again for this episode. Um, we have had uh, a spike in cases here at UMass and one that was directly related to the music department. So we can't be in the building. <laughs> so at least we've had a good practice from this from last week's episode, which I hope we all hope that you've listened to with uh, yeah. British composer Tansy Davies. Um, if you have not listened to it, please, 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 please check it out. It is incredible. And I know that we're still, I still feel very fortunate that mm -hmm. she was yeah. even willing to, to speak with us and to talk with us. And I will remember it forever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess along the lines of talking about COVID cases and Zoom, we thought it would be a good idea to continue our conversation from a few episodes ago. Oh my gosh, I don't know when it was, but um, where we talk about Zoom University. Uh, so does anyone want to take it away? I can start out. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know. It's been so weird because in, one, in a way, it's so different from last semester's Zoom University because we can be in person a little bit with mm -hmm. quartet and... Just like some lessons and stuff are in person and working with pianists again. Mm -hmm. So it's been great, although it is scary in recent weeks. It's just like every other week we get an email of like, oh, there's this, we might have a positive case in the building. Let's close it and clean it for a couple of days, avoid the second floor. And then like this week it was one possible and then they cleaned the floors and then all of a sudden on Friday, it was like confirmed COVID case, no entering yeah. the building period whatsoever. Yeah, it's been really, it's been really frequent recently. Um, yeah. And I know it's I mean, obviously reflecting the entire country right now mm -hmm. because cases are spiking everywhere and we're also seeing it in our small college town. Yeah. Um, and in Wisconsin, this if you look at the new york times map the whole state is red it's just red Ugh. everything every county red oh my god which wow. is so scary to me yeah oh my goodness i i am i don't want to get political on here but i am so for a lockdown <laughs> and um thankfully we've had a, a but we're going to have a change in government soon and yeah. I think that is one step towards hopefully getting on the right track back to getting in control of the pandemic. Well, um, but there might be a vaccine available soon. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So many things possibly happening, and I just want them to happen really soon. But I know that we all still have to be super patient um, and to wear our masks <laughs> yeah. and to social distance like we are right now. Right. Yeah. Yes. But the so, the department closing though is super I mean it's it's frustrating I think for all of us everyone involved at the department. Right. Um yeah. cuz I know a lot of us have auditions 
that we are trying to record for. And I mean, I had um, a room booked for today and for tomorrow, but I they're both canceled. Right. So I can't record. Hopefully I'll be able to on Sunday. Um, but if not, I am going home soon. So I hope I think it'll be fine. But um, how has it affected you guys? Yeah, going off of this canceling recordings and stuff. I I I'm gonna be playing a recital next Friday. Oh wow! It's it's been very stressful with all of this closing, not closing, reopening. Now we've avoided second floor, and and now we we're actually closed for a real case for the first time and it's closed for a, for a longer time mm-hmm. and we had to cancel our coachings and just because it's so close to the it's so close to the actual recital it's it's very <laughs> it's very stressful um we ended up uh using uh the FBC First Baptist Church oh. uh, space, which was really nice. They could uh, gave give us the space, and we had a uh, coaching with uh, the cello professor Ed there, and it was really nice just to have a coaching in person, I- even if it was the department was closed. But it is still stressful to to have to change everything around. Something that we don't know. We're planning to have this re- to have this recital, and I know that others are gonna have the recital on Monday and Wednesday too, and it's their graduation recital. So it's oh my goodness, very important recitals, and it's just so stressful because we're planning, we're putting all the effort. It's the end. It's the last week of classes we got here. I didn't imagine that we would get mm. actually the last week of classes, but here we are. And we yeah, don't know if we're, I, gonna, we're gonna have the recital or not because we're like hopefully expecting that we're gonna have, but we never know if they just close it again or if we have another case. They're it's also just, just gonna shut down. Yeah, it's stressful. Not. I feel like if it were a month ago, I'd be more like optimistic, I guess, about the last week of classes. But it's weird because it's almost harder to just be kind of waiting for it to happen again because yeah. at this point if, if one person in the building gets it there's gonna be more because mm-hmm. musicians hang out with musicians and if, luckily in a way i mean normally this isn't great but luckily this semester like winds strings woodwinds vocalists have been pretty separated yes which helps a lot with the cases so like it would probably only affect like one group or whatever or maybe that girl's other friend you know so that eases the stress a little bit but it's still a little like okay what's gonna happen it's so terrifying because i know i think um i mean i don't want to get specific but i the case is a brass player right which i mean if you're playing with brass people it's a little different like they can't necessarily play with masks on all the time um so i feel like there's way more of an exposure there uh yeah 
than with strings because Although, we're, we're able to play with our masks on. Right. Luckily, my roommate's a brass player, so I know a little bit more. Oh. Luckily, though, the specific studio, like that professor has been very on top of keeping, you know, people's distance. Like, okay, great. masks always on in class. Like, they've only played outside. And I know that's true for most of the winds and vocalists and stuff um because all my roommates once it got cold out they just everything moved online they didn't go inside like orchestra could go inside because we can wear masks but luckily UMass has been super responsible which Mm. in this case I feel like has significantly reduced the impact because just imagine I mean the person was inside practicing but imagine if they were inside for a rehearsal or something yeah and those precautions weren't taken like a whole room of people could have gotten it whereas now I am hopeful that nobody did because, you know, on the day they were positive, you know, they didn't even play. They were just there. Everyone was distanced and it was outside and they were wearing masks. So the chance of transmission is very low, which is great. It's really good that we can hopefully contain it. But it's also, you know, it's so so close, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I agree with uh, talking about how UMass has been careful um, with the, with these students. We have on our practice rooms uh, cleaning stuff, so you can clean your space before yeah. or after you practice, making everything uh, clean. And also, I recently mm, Massachusetts um, rules for. I'm not sure it's Massachusetts or it's. I think it's the whole. I think it's the whole state. Yeah. Right. So um, they changed some uh, rules, and now everybody has to wear a mask, even if you're social distancing, and there is a fine of three (laughs) hundred dollars. And good. Indoor (laughs) gatherings uh, should be limited uh, to ten people outdoor gatherings to 25 people and public places has to end by 9 30. so we're restricting a lot of activities to try to avoid something i remember that you you said this phrase victoria Uh, it's like a storm that it's gonna come but we're we're not sure when and we're Mm -hmm. just waiting and we keep waiting yes and i feel like recently like we got a tiny little storm at the music department right like Mm -hmm. i mean before it was always scares it wasn't like a like an official case or it was like oh someone has symptoms or someone thinks they're going to test positive and you know they let the professor know who lets the you know director of the music department know and then it always turns out that it's fine. But they still shut down and they still clean, which is really great. But I feel like this one was a little different. Um, because it was... I feel like it was someone who didn't have symptoms. I don't know. For some reason, this seemed a little different. Like, it was... Like, it, there wasn't any warning. It was like, oh, we have a positive case. We're shutting down. No one can be in the fact Friday right. to Saturday night. Mm-hmm. But also, I was <laughs> I thought it was interesting or I was, like, laughing at the Saturday night comment because the building closes at 5 p.m. anyway. <laughs> so so Sunday morning, really. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, um, Which is almost not, not Sunday morning because it opens at 11. It so. opens at 11, so it's, like, midday. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it just feels, it feels different. And I think also going along with, I think with all of the different, you know, Zoom stuff and I, I don't want to sound like a broken record because I know that I said, I said this last time we talked about this, but going back and forth between Zoom and having to go in person at first, when we were talking about it, I was like, okay, you know what? This is great. Like, I'm still going to be able to play with people. Um, but it's exhausting mm-hmm. every day having to go. Like, there's some days where I'm I'm here, like in my apartment, then I'm on campus, and then I'm here, and then I'm on campus, and then I go back home. And it's almost too much sometimes, like, with mm-hmm. with just being a person and, you know, eating at the right time of the day. Or stuff like that. And so I know my my exhaustion, I feel like this semester has really affected my uh, performance in schoolwork and in practicing and in recordings and stuff. Mm. Um, So, yeah, go ahead. I think it's interesting. Today, actually, was one of our last meetings for my post-tonal theory class and my professor... Chris White, I don't think he'll mind me mentioning his name. (laughs) He just mentioned at the beginning of class, like, I feel like in this format, we've done about 75% as much as I, like, we would have normally done just because we're on Zoom. These little emergencies keep happening where people miss stuff, and it's like, there's nothing we can do about it. And, like, it's so much harder to learn certain things over Zoom, like, post-tonal theory is math it's really hard to learn math over Mm -hmm. zoom i have learned (laughs) Mm -hmm. but and he was like just let me know if you need anything in the future i owe you a favor (laughs) like which was really sweet that he acknowledged it but then of course we were all like well we're also operating at 75 percent capacity if not less (laughs) yes that's so true though like it like there's no way that i don't think anyone can be a hundred percent during this yeah and like and if you are please tell me your secrets and your tricks of the trade i need to know how you're doing it (laughs) i I do believe there are some people that uh turned out to adapt very well to the situation not my case but i I used to think that i that i did that like i could adapt to any situation but I I I keep saying to like my joke recently is tis the season of exhaustion, but I've been saying that since like September. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, but yeah, I think there is a limit for what we can adapt, or at least after we experience something that we like and that we enjoy, like having to play together and not worrying about coming back and forth changing to something that is not as good as what we had before it's definitely mm-hmm. yeah bad and it's definitely gonna bring bad um, feelings and also yeah. i can speak for myself when i for for when we have these scares or the positive case, the confirmed one positive case that we have, it spooked me a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I get a little anxious. I'm like, well, I was in the fact today. And, yeah. you know, like, and I was in Byzantine and I was in a studio on the second floor. And, like, I didn't ever take off my mask, but you still, like, it's an anxiety that it's happening. It's real. And it's getting. Yeah. And it's super, it's like, like a light switch turns on and you're just like, 
like completely like I'm anxious right now and it's like you yeah until you get your negative result from the testing right. center here yeah me and my roommates were talking about it quite a bit in the past 24 hours and one mm -hmm. one of my roommates mentioned like it used to be that you just see the case numbers or whatever but now more and more frequently it's like a friend of a friend had covid or like a friend had covid it's just creepy to see it it's getting closer to you yeah especially when massachusetts was doing so well and now we're like hitting a second wave yeah it's just yeah. weird because like you almost forget that it was happening for a while yeah, yeah you forget like you're like doing like you're in a rehearsal and even though like everyone's wearing masks mm -hmm. you forget for a second yeah. where you're like yeah. whoa this I like, forgot you know, that the world is literally falling apart right now. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And then the we get a case and it's like, oh my gosh, we're actually, like the idea of, I know that it's, you know, a pretty realistic possibility at this point, but the idea of being all online again is just like really weird to me because that was such a phase. I don't know. It seems like a dream. <laughs> I think I blacked out. Yeah, I think literally. we talked about this last time where like my memories from that time and I think it's because I didn't have like I had a schedule but I didn't have a schedule mm -hmm. like a lot of things changed where we didn't have rehearsals anymore so I don't what did I do no idea like you know what I mean I feel like a lot of that time like I always use the end of school like in person as a time reference yeah and I don't really remember no. when things happen. Like, I remember some things and, like, I can tell you, oh, yeah, like, I think I talked about this in a class or, like, I had Shankarian analysis last last year. But, uh, okay, sure. You you can tell me that I had Shankarian analysis last year and I'd be like, okay, yeah, how do I do that? Yeah. Um, I know. Like, that's how it's all gone now. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah. Having all online classes, like, 100% online, it's a, a totally different lifestyle. We just have to adapt so so much of what we expect from our playing from our goals as performers yeah it is it is a whole different mindset right yeah, yeah. and I, I don't think like last spring when we fell into the online classes we were not ready for that i mm -hmm. uh, no one was no i mean was ready. yeah no one has a manual for how to deal like with how to deal with a pandemic while you're in college <laughs> yeah. or the universities i think i mean considering i think all universities did an excellent job with with handling that i think and then all universities took a complete different route for the fall semester and i think mm -hmm. it's going to also be the same for the spring semester yeah i will say like though the same as fall like it'll i think I think either some schools will do the same as they did in the fall or some schools will maybe do different. Mm -hmm. I am kind of under the impression right now for myself. I think I would almost prefer all online just because I mean, I know I will miss in, in person rehearsals, but I feel like if we're going to, if we don't have a vaccine and it could be a while. Yes. Like the, that one Pfizer company in Germany, uh, has like a 90 percent or effectiveness rate right but it could still be months before we see mm -hmm. it and so i feel like if we're really going to try to protect ourselves from a pandemic i don't know to me it just is kind of like we need to get a hold of things and they're not right now i'm hoping things will get 
Well, I don't know. I mean, it's tough. I'm yeah. I'm like back and forth. Like right now, f- considering the, the, I go back and forth. I feel like considering the current positive case that we have, I'm spooked now into like, okay, I want to go all back online. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. I mean, at this point, it's so close to the end of the semester, and obviously, the idea is students will go home. <laughs> we'll yeah. stop getting positive cases, obviously, because they're not around anymore. That's so true. Um, yeah, but. And I mean, I think if we were in the middle of the semester or something, we'd probably do like a week of all online. I don't know. Or like two weeks all online and then hopefully go back. I don't know. For me personally, I've, this semester has just been like so much better than. Oh, yes, totally. Like, so like I'm yeah. hoping things yeah. continue to improve and that do it. I trust Massachusetts and UMass specifically mm-hmm. a lot just because. I feel like compared to stuff I see elsewhere, the, the, what we've done is really good. Yeah. Yeah. One case in the building at the end of the semester is pretty good. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> I didn't, I, I mean, I'll be the first to say I did not expect us to make it this far. I thought yeah. there was no way that a university was going to let undergrads do Halloween weekend. <laughs> no. Like, like, yeah. That being but, said, I feel like Halloween wasn't wild. Yes, I thought it was pretty controlled. I was expecting that we would have like a, uh, out, like some kind of peak after the Halloween weekend. Yeah, it d- it did increase a little bit, but it was not like uh, mm-hmm. too much. Well, actually, if you think about it, this is two weeks from Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So this okay. would be the time, I guess. Yeah, we would see some. Mm-hmm like a spike and we have i think which is interesting you're right no, um yeah but, but yeah i go i go back and forth i i think it, for me though if it still keeps getting worse yeah yeah if it's not then fine but i think it depends on what you like your point of view if you if if we think like we're in the middle of the pan- pandemic, let's not uh, spread the virus. Yes, online is definitely the best. But if we think in our mental, social, health, life, oh and everything, then yes. it's then you you start like it's what you is the balance and what mm-hmm. you where which side you wanna put more weight. And it's very hard. It's a very hard decision. Right. I don't. You know. I decision i I was i just had a conversation with someone i don't remember who it was where we were talking about how zoom has strangely made people check in with each other more or being remote or not seeing people like i've talked to so many different friends that i haven't talked to in such a long time in the past few months than i did all of last year Mm -hmm. um which is a really strange but it's i mean i guess i mean you have free time, <laughs> right? right? Like more than usual. Um, well, I shouldn't say more than usual. I just feel like you have some, you have like a 30 minute window sometimes or like you're in between classes or like a Zoom class or a meeting with a professor or something. And or I, while you wait your professor to start yeah, the class yeah, like in a computer. Yeah. And I feel like it's made people, at least in my experience with old friends I've, I've talked to recently, so I guess that is a little bit of a positive thing that has come out of, of Zoom University. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. also setting it like scheduling. Oh my gosh, scheduling Zoom meetings with the studio to be like, let's hang out and talk. <laughs> Yeah, over Zoom, Zoom, but like still, like it's just a a nice way to connect with people and to be like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I can can relate. I also feel that I got closer to my family that during the spring or last fall semester, I was just running from rehearsal to class to rehearsal to lesson, and now I I just talk more with them and just just be like hey i'm i'm doing this how are you doing just checking in right yeah yeah i i also think uh i've definitely had more time and i've wanted to reach out to my parents a lot more this semester Mm -hmm. um shout out to my mom and dad uh but yeah i feel i've i've talked to them more so this semester than i did in all of my undergrad or even um, last year, just I, cause I feel like I have these, these moments of, of like little, yeah, like windows of 30 minutes where I'm not doing something or like, okay, like I'm going from home to like a rehearsal and I ha- I can talk to you as I'm driving over there from Zoom University to the real university. Um, yeah. so it's been, that's been nice for sure. Um, but I will say, also with that that this is the most hard-working semester I've ever had in my life and whoever mm-hmm. said that grad school was easier than undergrad is, is lying <laughs> who said that? I just remember that being like a thing because I think the assumption was is that you don't have to take like general ed classes yeah oh. so you'll have less classes but I mean like yes that's true and you're not like learning some useless science or sociology or psychology or astronomy class and you're just doing music which was really exciting to me but it's definitely not less work it's just more focused work I think which is more in depth then yes yeah I agree it's definitely is definitely not easier it's less classes yes I I was I was so confused when I was thinking about my undergrad how do they do all those classes yes I think about that too like, yeah. don't it's, it's, we can't compare because the well I think we also have other responsibilities like we're teaching students we're yeah. TAing for classes like prepare your lesson that's it, a, yeah a lot of other stuff than just the classes right and I feel that in mm-hmm. the even with the classes it was like the assignments or the homeworks they were not that difficult that <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure I, there's also that thing that we say that the moment, the hardest moment you're in your life is the one that you're leaving. <laughs> have you heard that before? I have yeah. heard that before. That's like, so true. Here we yeah. are, you guys. <laughs> the hardest moment. Hardest moment is right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think from all of this, um, like we're talking about getting anxious with all these cases and all this situation that is this storm that is arriving and we don't know when it's arriving i just wanted to say that keep wearing your masks and keep yeah. keep uh making so uh, social distancing and we're gonna get through this we don't know how but we're definitely gonna get through we just have sure. to keep taking care every single day and one thing so that, that yeah i one thing that i i think 
it was good for a lot of people. I can tell for for the three of us that this semester. Well, I think I did say in the first um, part for this first episode that we talked about Zoom University that reaching out to friends and to help was definitely something good. It was a positive thing that we started doing this semester and I just just wanted to encourage you to keep doing it and yeah during the break don't don't lose contact don't don't lose touch with your friends and the ones that you you're close to just yeah let's just keep it up yeah Habeka's always our cheerleader I love yeah (laughs) I, I I hate when it gets so depressing. Like no, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I yeah, I totally try and find the positivity and everything, the silver uh, lining. Yeah, silver, yeah. I think positivity maybe it's too strong word for this this last. <laughs> too optimistic. <laughs> silver lining is definitely better. Yeah. So yeah. there's always something that we can take from the situation and that can make us keep moving mm-hmm. yeah let's keep moving guys even it's even if it's just like a and tap step <laughs> oh, oh my gosh <laughs> that was so cute Rebecca 2020 <laughs> oh my gosh wait Erin did you have like a funny zoom story you wanted yeah, to share I think you're gonna enjoy this <laughs> I'm so excited <laughs> I had a zoom lesson with Catherine um i think this was actually a while ago now that i'm thinking about it because it was right when i got my new computer prior to getting my computer i had been on zoom from my ipad and but mostly actually my phone because i have my music on my ipad Mm -hmm. so literally zoom from my iphone Mm -hmm. for my lessons but that's not nice (laughs) no and not the best Right, and one thing about the iPad and iPhone is that you can't do the advanced audio settings, which of course is annoying. Oh. But then I got my computer, and I like didn't even think to like look and figure that out before my lesson. Like I just didn't think. And another thing to, about Apple products is that they're all connected. So when you get a message on your iPhone, it also pops up on your MacBook if you have one, or and your iPad. (laughs) All of them, all at once. (laughs) Yeah, and I hadn't, like, messed around with any of the settings because I legitimately just got it. So I was in my Zoom lesson, and all of a sudden, (laughs) I started getting a bunch of texts. And at this point in time, my computer was still giving a little ding, ding. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) When I would get texts. (laughs) And it was all from our podcast group chat. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like one right after another. Like <laughs> so many. It was like 20 text messages. You're and welcome. Like, wow, you're popular. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's just the same two people. It's Victoria and Rebecca. <laughs> you're really popular. I'm going to do it on purpose now every time I know you're in a lesson. What is it? Just okay, kidding. I figured out very quick. Well, like, I... I she was like, we can't continue like this. Like, you have to figure out how to turn that off. Because <laughs> it was very distracting. So I, like, very quickly went into my settings and, like, figured it out. Wow. So now it doesn't ding anymore. Oh, um, my gosh. That's but hysterical. it was just like. <sighs> ah, that's funny. 
Yeah, it's it, it was funny in the moment. I was like, oh my god. Wait, I kind of have a funny Zoom story now that you, you say this. I was having a lesson with Liz and I was I was also on my iPad, but it's just because my computer is old and mm-hmm. a dinosaur, my laptop. Um, she's doing fine, though, so she can keep chugging along. But um, I was using my iPad for, for Zoom, but I was using like physical copies of music and I, I kept getting text messages for, um, from different people and my habit when I'm using my iPad for chamber music is I just turn off the Wi-Fi. Like I swipe down and I turn off the Wi-Fi so I'll stop getting messages. So my habit, I did my habit during the lesson and I swiped down and I turned off the Wi-Fi and I ended my <laughs> lesson. Oh my gosh. And then I just went back on. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. My Wi-Fi's being weird. <laughs> and then it was fine. Um, but yeah. That That's was funny. an embarrassing, f- funny, cute little story. Cute. I had a story when we first got these mics. I didn't know that when you connect the USB and the laptop, the first thing it does, it changes your sound settings. So your out- output sound is mm-hmm. also through the mic. Mm-hmm. So you actually don't listen anything until you change it. And... That, uh, my first time using it was in my um, uh, TA office hours. So I had a student and he was like, uh, he was saying stuff and I couldn't hear it. And I was like, hi, I can hear you. Um, do you want to check your... your m- <laughs> You're um, like, uh, it's your problem? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not me. I had done this forever. I mean, this is yeah. all fine. And I was like, like, uh, do you want to leave and come back again? Uh, I, I still can hear you. And then it it happened to me that maybe it was me. <laughs> and I went and changed. And then it worked. It was like, okay. it was a while. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that before. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Look at us, technology queens. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> there was another thing that happened last week, actually. Or was it this week? I was in, in my uh, TA class and we, me and Victoria, we are hosts or co-hosts. Oh my gosh, that, well, that was last week, I think. <laughs> we were co-hosts of the meeting, but uh, if I get in the meter, meeting before the professor, I turned uh, into, into host. Yeah, you like become the host and not the co-host. Yeah, and then I, I had to leave earlier on that day. <laughs> and I just, I just clicked like the X and the red button. I didn't even see what it was. And then I went very happily to, <laughs> to take my water or whatever I was going to do. I don't know. And then I just got a, a text from Victoria. <laughs> and I was like, uh, did you like close completely out of the meeting? Because like the whole class ended when you left. Because <laughs> I didn't realize she was the host. And then when we got back onto the meeting, like all the students pretty much came back because um, it happens all the time. I literally feel like there's like a Zoom crash or something. <laughs> but then the professor was like, that was kind of weird. I don't know what happened there. And then he just kept continuing the class. It was completely fine, but I thought it was hysterical. I was, you were like, okay, see you guys. And then was like, bye, everyone. <laughs> y'all, y'all are leaving too. <laughs> you go home. <laughs> I love it's funny. I didn't even notice. I, I only noticed when... I, I saw your text like 
half an hour later. And you were like, oh, that's all you, re- oh. All you responded was, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. It was funny. Really? Yes. Well, I guess speaking of some nice, happy, funny, positive, any other uh, synonyms you can think of, <laughs> memories or stories, uh, I think we thought that we could talk about some people who have made an impact in our in our lives from did we say undergrad i think that's what we were saying yeah yeah or from whenever i mean i don't yeah. know yeah. yeah yeah okay go well, ahead I, can go. I, <laughs> I have i have two because i have to mention two um the first one i'll talk about is my con- orchestra conductor in undergrad for five years and he was my violin professor in undergrad for two and a half years throwback to when i was a violinist (laughs) (laughs) r.i.p yeah rip um his name is nobuyoshi yasuda but we call him nobu and he's a very interesting man uh very weird like quirky yeah so for example, we made coasters with his face on them, and he held up a banana peel for a fundraiser. But this is normal; like this wasn't anything strange. And we also have have made stickers with his face on them. Everybody brings him bananas because he likes bananas. He also has some issues with one of his eyes, and he'll always wear like a pirate eye patch when it happens. But he never listens to the doctor's orders, which are to not do any large movements, and he does it anyway because he's a conductor. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, he's just kind of a strange guy. He but sounds fun. He impacted me because he—I won't go into detail—but he like def- I made some mistakes along the way when I was I was when I was switching to viola. I was thinking about either transferring on violin or switching to viola or a combination of the both but specifically at the time I was trying to transfer because I just wasn't happy in my situation and he my teacher Nobu was also making some mistakes as a teacher I feel like and I think he knows now too um but once I decided to stay at the school and switch to viola, he totally changed the way he did things. Like his attitude changed a lot. Um, and he, he just would always admit when he didn't know something and then try to learn what to do in the situation, which I find really respectable. And that like, he, it could have happened either way. Like he could have held a, grudge against me forever but instead of doing that he decided to like give me a second chance and I gave him a second chance and it I just really respect that the will to grow even when you're already a tenured professor like you don't have to worry about anything he could have gone on doing whatever he wanted but he just made the choice to continue to grow as a person which I'll never forget it like I, I really respect it and to the point where like at one point like I wrote a letter to him in my senior year and I never would have thought I would have done that in my sophomore year like I never would have imagined I'd be writing like a thank you letter to this man but it's yeah I just love that 
it's so nice yeah and that's he's a wonderful funny guy. yeah that's wonderful yeah and he always stood by the students back like we did an opera and the um opera conductor <laughs> like the vocal instructors were not very nice to the orchestra and he would consistently like stand by us help us fight for us which is just awesome yeah that's wonderful yeah and then the second i have to mention molly gabrian my viola professor from undergrad who took me in as a violinist when I didn't know what I was doing. She taught me violin for a semester and then told me to switch to viola because she just thought it was the right move for me. And it was totally the right move in every way, shape, and form. (laughs) And not to mention, she's the best teacher I've ever had. Like, period. (laughs) Yeah, like, I would go study with her again (laughs) and again and again and again. Mm. She's so good. Plus, she's just an amazing person. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, she just changed my life, so I can't not mention her. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well I also have two people. Um, the first one is a history professor, music history professor at Penn State for my undergrad. His name is Chuck Yeomans. And if anyone goes to Penn State, you know who Chuck is. Um, I think why he made such an impact in my education um, at, at Penn State was that he made me excited to go to class. But he was also just a super fun person and really funny. So, like, he always made an effort to make sure that he knew everyone in the class and the survey music history classes are always kind of large because it's everyone in your year, like music ed, performance, composition, like music tech majors, We like everyone has to take it. Mm-hmm. And he's also kind of quirky. He's like, like he has a hammock in his office and he wears Birkenstocks and he's just fun. And, you know, you, you guys know the type, like he's I just, love a, that. yeah, he's just a really fun dude. And, um, he went around the first day of, I think it was the second level music history class. Like we, the one that we take in sophomore year. And he first went around and he took a video and went around and had everyone say their names in the video with like with their face. And that was Monday and we had next class on Wednesday and he knew everyone's name. And I don't know that kind of like, um, professor who, I know that was like something funny, but also was showing that like he wants to know everyone. He's going to make an effort. Like I, there are so many classes, especially even small theory classes where I'm sure like my professors didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like they saw like the name on the paper, but could they remember my name in the hallway? Not sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but Chuck was definitely not that kind of professor. Um, and so, and of course my only experience with music history that I can relate this to is when my parents talk about when they had music history in college. And I, I think from their memories was that their music history uh, experiences were not as fun as what I had. And they would have to like write these like terrible papers and, you know, it was just like, ugh, music history, like don't want to go to that class. And I feel like that's how a lot of people maybe are in some schools, but definitely not the case for me and so I ended up taking um because after the survey classes you take like specialized topic 
uh, music history courses. And if there was one, I didn't even care what the topic was. If it was being taught by Chuck, I just immediately took it. And they were always just super, like, kind of seminar style. You all sit in a circle and you talk, like, in class Mm -hmm. about the material. And that is just something that I really loved and I miss so much now that we're on Zoom. And I think about, like, the music history class I'm in now and how much more enjoyable it would be. And it's not that the professor's terrible. My professor right now is really great and fantastic. But sometimes I just have a hard time, like, relating and liking the information because, I don't know, it would be so much more fun in person. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Chuck Yeomans, I appreciate you <laughs> if he ever listens to this. And then... My second person is the orchestra conductor at Penn State, Gerardo Edelstein. He also made a huge impact in my life. Um, as I as an orchestra orchestral musician, um, I never appreciated a Mozart symphony until I played it with him. I never appreciated a Schubert symphony until I played it under him. Oh yeah, um, play with him. He, I, uh, yeah, literally those two things, like those types of symphonies, you're like, mm, but they, it changed my life. Like playing, I think I've done a little G minor, number 25, and Hafner with him. And wow. Um, I will always remember playing, for some reason, those just stick out in my mind. And a, a lot of the concerts I did with him, um, stick out and stick out in my mind. Uh, but again, kind of similar to Chuck, he, made me really excited to go to rehearsal. I always looked forward going to to orchestra. Um, And he's also a professor that also really cares about the students. And I mean, he would always say at the beginning of the semester, if you guys have any issues, you need to talk to me. My door is always open. And you really could go do that. You know, it wouldn't be a therapy section, like a session or whatever, but you could talk to him about, you know, things like related to orchestra or your instrument or if you wanted to play for him he would do that as well um and also he he gave a lot of opportunities to a lot of the students um because he he's a conductor of a local symphony in the area and of course recruited some some students to come play in it and it be a gig and um also i (laughs) on the umass string instagram page (laughs) Um, on my student highlight that I did a couple weeks ago, um, one of the questions was what was one of the most memorable concerts you've been to or you've played in? And mine was the Tchaikovsky Serenade with the Chamber Orchestra. And we went to, um, I don't remember which cathedral in D.C. that we went to go play it at. And that was an experience I will never forget. Um, He's just a really passionate musician and really really cares you know it's nothing is nothing is is a tiny mistake something can always blossom from anything Mm -hmm. um yeah and it made me view orchestra completely different I could go on and on and on I'll stop here but um yes shout out to Gerardo Edelstein as well I miss him so much (laughs) yeah yeah well that's awesome I also have um two people that really impacted me while I was in um, my undergrad. First, it was my violin professor, Irene Tokeshi. Mm. He is a wonderful person. I admire her so much. She 
Well, when I first started, when I first got in University of São Paulo, I I was in a place where I was very, uh, I was not very motivated to practice, and I was having a hard time practicing, and to start the to start the semester like this with a new professor it can be a, a really bad way and it can give a really bad impression but she didn't uh, like she didn't care about that she just i remember in the in the very beginning we had a talk and she was so lovely and understanding and after that i i said okay that's it i want to be like her <laughs> I want to be like her and uh, I I remember how she took my uh, it was like taking my hand and just like guiding me of the ways of the <laughs> of the practice and how to how to uh, she did change my practice routine and the way I I thought about practicing before I remember practicing was was hard and was not something very pleasant well still hard and not very <laughs> pleasant but <laughs> I, I have a di totally different view and uh, i also remember that it was with her that i passed through one of my most difficult moments as a student as a violinist i had my la my shoulder bursitis and oh. it was a very delicate moment very stressful but she was there with me supporting me and help helping me all the way she was she was like a like a mom my my Aww. music my violin mom it was it was really nice having her um at that moment and i don't know what would happen and if i if it wasn't her if it wasn't her way um she would be sometimes very uh patient and kind but also when i needed she would be harsh and just like let's get it down yeah like pushing you but pushing yeah and, but she also cared about knowing each one of her students and how they worked so we had very different ways of teaching like we had different ways of lessons with uh in my undergrad uh, colleagues it was not the same because we're not the same so i i learned a lot with her about how to how to teach and how to yeah. amazing model of how to um yeah how to be a, a great professor mm -hmm. the wow. other person was um eleni vozniado i'm so sorry if i'm pronouncing your name wrongly i <laughs> Uh, she was, uh, she is a Greek percussionist and Alexander Technic professor. So I met her while I actually was before my bursitis, and it was for uh, indication of my violin professor Eleni, uh, Eleni, and and because and when I met her uh, before the the bursitis, I well I didn't know that what was going to happen. But it was a great, a great experience. It was a short experience. It was like I did a course of ten lessons with her, but she changed my whole point of view of uh, how to think about my body. And mm -hmm. I like to, 
internalize a lot of stuff. So internalizing good and positive stuff was amazing. And a few years later, in my last year of undergrad, I I got got back to her and I did her for um, four months, I guess it was no for six months course, and it was amazing. All um, all the process that we did of understanding our body and seeing music and understanding the relationship of the violin with our body. I remember after every Sunday, Saturday, I would just like, I remember leaving the class, the building, and I, w I was shining. I was like so <laughs> happy and soulful. I remember I would go to my friends. I remember my friend, she would, she would like be, okay, Rebecca, <laughs> Natalia, she would be like, oh, okay, yes, yes, Alexander Technique, yeah, I got it, because I wouldn't stop talking about it. It was such a great moment, and I actually miss it. I should, I should go back to Alexander Technique, guys, it's a great way to get to know you. I was just about to say, yeah, I don't, I've, I've never done any, like, Alexander Technique or... I mean, yeah, I'm not in tuned with my body. Wow. <laughs> in tune with my body. I'm out of tune with my body. That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> that is actually something that it's true for most of us musicians. Mm -hmm. I think there is, if you don't have an extra, external um, person to point you and to guide you to, well, there's your body and there's your violin and they they both sh should tune in together <laughs> um if there's not someone that says that we don't we don't know where where should, where we would have this information or this um this like understanding understandment we don't have that at least in brazil we don't have that in any uh university or conservatory it's definitely something external and private most of the time it's mm -hmm. not very accessible to have any of this um body consciousness courses or classes right. but i think it's a great topic and well that is something that i'm very into and i can talk about on and on but yes <laughs> those are my my the two persons that most influence me i have a lot others too but these I, do are too. The main I do too but when we were talking about talking about some people those are two people that just stuck out in my mind yeah. and who I miss like especially like I feel like uh, with zoom and and yeah it's just th those experiences stick out to me the most of like something I'm really missing right. um, yeah. yeah um also side note I forgot to mention who the tuning was from so here I am saying where the tuning is from. Tuning was brought to you by the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. Yay, Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay, should we ask our, our favorite question of the pod? 
<laughs> What's that Portuguese word of the day? No, I. Oh wait, yeah, wait. No, you're right. I'm. <laughs> other favorite question. The other favorite question. Yes, the other favorite question is what's the Portuguese word of the day? <laughs> <laughs> I was totally like, yes, let's talk about our tuning for this week. <laughs> a violist is here for stability. <laughs> Thank you so much, Erin, for being a violist. Harmonic support. <laughs> Harmonic support. Oh my god. <laughs> Not it's, emotional, harmonic. It's an insult, but also it's just true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, yes, Portuguese word of the day. Okay, so today we're talking um, about perseverança. Perseverança. Wow, sounds great. Really? Yes, that's it. <laughs> Can you say it slower? Yes. Perseverance. Wait, oh, wait. is it at the end? Where's the, where's the, where's where's the, where's the beat? <laughs> oh, perseverance. <laughs> okay, I think it's perseverance. 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 Yes. Perseverance. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Perse- well, does that mean perseverance? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, it just sounds, you know, so different. It was just a shot in the dark. Like I totally like guessed. We I totally love that. didn't talk about it before. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's like the same word, which is yeah. great. Yeah. Perseverance. Perseverance. This is usually the point where I would go through the ones that we've done, <laughs> but I literally can't remember. I only I know affinação. Oh, affinação. Yes. Improvisação. Improvisação. Yeah, great. Inspirar. Inspirar. Yeah. Oh, you guys are doing great. Sorbet. Uh, I can't remember. Too. Oh, no. What's ice cream? Sorbet. Oh, right? sorvete? So, oh, you got it right. Oh, Cerveci. I'm doing so well. I was thinking um, of Sherbert. Oh, 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 oh. Bolia. Bolia. Yeah, Bolia. Very well. Good we're doing it, Erin. I think we're missing one. This is this, We're missing the one that we keep forgetting, I think. Wait, I know we forgot Inspirar, and then I remembered it. Oh, maybe we're But I feel then. like we're missing another one. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Well, okay, coming to our favorite question, <laughs> part two. Um, how was your tuning this week? All right. How long? Or actually, been? the two weeks. We didn't do it. We didn't do it last week because of our interview. Well, if we're going two weeks, it's going to be a, just about all over the place. <laughs> Mine's actually kind of the same. I feel yeah, <laughs> literally the too. last two weeks have lasted about a year. Yeah, totally. Um, in my brain. Mm-hmm. Well, my best friend Chris visited early last week for the election, Aww. which was amazing that she visited, but then the election got real scary on Tuesday. I literally went to bed thinking that the worst was happening. Yes, me too. <laughs> me too. Um, so it was like very, very good, and then all of a sudden very, very scary, and then very, very good again. <laughs> yes. <so laughs> With insane. our... Friday was great because we had the interview with Tansy and then things- and the election was called. Yeah, and the election was called on Friday and Saturday. And I had a- in my personal life some great things happened, <laughs> but that's great. Yeah, and then things. Uh- oh yeah, I failed my orals, so that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. I get to retake them. Yeah, um, and do you have like a better 
like idea of what to expect and yeah 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 but this week was like overall pretty good i legit again i don't really remember much of it i feel like i also like how we were talking about we blacked out for the second half of spring semester this uh, this week i've blacked out i don't know what, yeah, i don't know too. what happened yeah but yeah so i guess i'll rate it Okay, I'm going to split it up. The bad moments were a 2 out of 10, would not recommend. <laughs> the good moments, though, were like a 10 out of 10, would recommend. Wow. I I just can't even out the two. It would be a 5 out of 10, but that's So, like a... Oh, uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. You I know agree. what I mean? Yeah, totally. It doesn't seem fair. You're right. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I agree with you. My week... Well, my past two weeks were just all over the place. Wild, yeah. Uh, I, and it's true, now that you say, it does feel like um, a year, but it's only two weeks. But it's also, how is it Friday already? I don't know. <laughs> this entire week, I thought it was the next day. Like, I woke up on Tuesday, I was like, it's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Like, and looked at my calendar on my phone because I can't survive now without a calendar on my phone for anything but anyway sorry go ahead (laughs) so and also it's one week from the end of classes yuck yuck how did it get so fast but also great well yeah no i'm so glad it's gonna be over soon yes um well last week i agree some great moments the podcast is always the best right guys yeah um, I did pass my overalls exam, but it, it felt so awkward because I didn't do a great job and I didn't feel like I should have passed. But, okay, I am happy that I passed and I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's this mixed feeling still. And this week was really bad. It was really bad. And mm-hmm. it just got worse by the end with um some different aspects i think i would give it like a solid two very solid two hoping that it's gonna be better because you guys we on our scale we don't have my uh, negative numbers we only have positive so from two i can can only go up (laughs) all the way up (laughs) habaka i really relate to everything you just said (laughs) Oh. Um my, I passed my orals and I yes. I think I did a good job. I didn't say anywhere like I don't know. Like I answered every question which I was not expecting to happen. I was totally expecting to be like uh I knew that at one point. I can't remember it. Just trust that I knew it. But it didn't happen. <laughs> I somehow miraculously like was able to say detailed answers and again i blacked out (laughs) like i that whole hour uh it was long but so fast like the 20 minutes that each professor got felt like an eternity within each 20 minutes but the entire hour was like boom we're done see ya um so yeah i mean i'm glad that i got that out of the way um i am frustrated a little bit because of how much preparation we had to do and how much that took away from from other things um oh, yeah. it, it 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 affected 
my plans for for November and for the progress that I wanted to make this month. So I feel now I'm kind of stuck trying to catch up Mm -hmm. and uh, in a little amount of time. So that is what I've been fighting recently. I feel very stressed, overwhelmed. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this week. Yeah, this week was not that great. (laughs) If I'm quite honest, I yeah, I the only words I can use are I'm just stressed and overwhelmed and I, I'm trying my best and a lot of things are happening all at the same time for me. Uh, so I'm very excited for the end of the semester. However, the work will not stop there, unfortunately, since True. auditions and applications and uh, are still coming and still need to be completed because I was not able to complete them during the countless of hours we were studying for the orals, um, which is fine. I'm going to do it and it's going to be fine. And I know that it's going to be fine, but for the moment it sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm going to give it a three out of 10 for right now. But like Rebecca said, my scale only has positive numbers. <laughs> There's no negative numbers on this scale. So it's not a zero. There's only a little bit room for it to get worse. I don't think it's going to get worse. Mm. I'm hoping it's just smooth sailing to to a 10. Um, Heavens. And fingies the, crossed. Yeah, fingies yeah. are crossed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's where, that's where I am at the moment. But um, I will say, though, highlight of my entire year was inter- interviewing Tansy Davies. Oh, yeah. Um, cannot, I- cannot talk about it enough. No. Every person I've seen, I'm like, hey, have you looked at the podcast? Do you know who that is? Uh, if you don't, you should. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the podcast in general is also just a highlight of my life at the moment. I yeah. look forward to it. It's l- the thing I look forward to. Like, it's like, okay, all of this has to lead up to podcast on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Having a solid support group. Yes, oh my gosh. I can really rely on you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I just remembered something that I wanted to say about um actually a question. What do you guys expect for next semester? Oh. For spring semester. And I'm gonna say my answer already. I I truly genuinely expect that it's just like um cotton candies and unicorns and <laughs> sparkling lights and rainbows <laughs> and Haribo candies. I really wish it was like that. That's my hope for everybody. That's your hope and your your wanted expectations. Yes, that's my blessing for everybody. I hope that your spring semester has a lot of candies and a lot of sweets and cotton candies and unicorns sparkling flying around yes that's while we're manifesting yes let's manifest go ahead i'm gonna say harry styles will be a guest on the podcast in spring 2021 (laughs) that would be literally (laughs) life changing i don't know what he would talk about like anything (laughs) like how can we talk about i mean it doesn't matter doesn't matter what am i saying (laughs) um it's harry styles he could what just br- he could just literally breathe into the mic and we'd be like thank you oh my god so Hello. much Hello. <laughs> for Hello. my semester next one of my manifestations is this weird I want a snow day um, 
there is a magicalness to a snow day for me. Um, I like the feeling knowing that when I look out the window, it's going to be a white blanket on everything. And for some reason, that is comforting to my Floridian self. Even though it literally means nothing in um, Zoom land, because if it's a snow day, it doesn't matter. Your internet still works. No, well, um, you can say your internet, like the power line went, went down. Yeah, but I live in an apartment complex. But so you I... can still say it. That's sweet. That's so <laughs> tea. Yeah, you're you're so right, Erin. I'm sorry. You're, I you're... do agree. There's something magical about the I white just, blanket. I just, I like it. And I like looking out. Like, I like, it's quiet, but, or like, even while it's snowing, like, you can, like, look out the window, come back and, like, look again. And, like, it's completely different. Ugh. Yeah. I want a snow day. I want a snow day. So, um, I'm manifesting that because it really doesn't matter for school. So, yeah, um, that's the positive energy that I need. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think we're at the end of our episode here, you guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, this, I guess, is also a hint of what's to come for our future episodes because we'll be in different places for the break. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Yeah, I think this is exciting, though. And thank you guys for listening, as always. Um, check out our other episodes, and be sure to tune in every Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> and this has been Out oh, of yeah. Tune. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Oh, <God. laughs> Bye.